Hello and welcome. You're listening to the You Do Woo podcast, and I'm your host, Allison Cullen. I'm a mom with a background in business and counseling, but I've always been tapped into the more woo-woo side of everyday life. I'm here to take you on an exploration of your spirituality, give you helpful life hacks, help you on this evolution through motherhood, and give you a weekly dose of useful woo. If you need your cup filled, your mind expanded, and you want to increase your manifestation abilities at the same time, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the You Do Woo podcast. This is Allison, your host, and I'm very, very happy to have you spending a little bit of time with me today. I'm really excited because the next few episodes, with the exception of maybe episode 100, I might do something special for episode 100, but the next several episodes are going to be deep dives into the chakra centers, and I'm going to take them one at a time. And I really feel like this is going to be helpful for you in being able to dive into your specific chart even more. If you want to take the masterclass for whatever authority you are, your authority is going to be attached to a certain chakra center. You can definitely do that through the self-guided reading, which I will link in the show notes. It's at a very low price point and it comes with your masterclass for your authority, your masterclass for your profile, cheat sheets, and I'm adding to it every few weeks and you always get access to it. So it's a great resource to have if you need it. Today, we're going to dive into the solar plexus chakra center. And that's going to be the one on the very right side of your chart. It is going to be a triangle that points left and it is either going to be white or open or it's going to be colored in, which is called defined. And I had several of y'all DM me certain questions about the solar plexus center in general. It's also called the emotional center. And this is where if you have any stuck energy in your solar plexus, that is from emotions from the past or current emotions or emotions you're trying to stuff down that might be taking up space there and causing mental, physical, emotional, or spiritual issues in your body. So the solar plexus center, just to give a little overview, is an awareness center and it's also a motor center. And it can create energy for you, whether you have an open center or defined center. As far as biology is concerned in the human body, it governs your kidney and your pancreas and your bladder. And this is just where all of your emotions get processed. So this is a rather new center as far as the human design chakra system is concerned. And I'm going to first talk to the people who have an open solar plexus. And even if you don't have an open solar plexus, if yours isn't white, if yours is colored in or defined, still take a moment to listen to this because you're going to have people in your life 
with open solar plexus centers and you're going to want to know how they process these things. So I'm open. My daughter is open. Most of my family members are open. My husband has a defined solar plexus there. It's really interesting once you start getting into dynamics and if family dynamics are something you want to look at, you can definitely book a full reading with me, like a 60 minute reading, because that is where we're going to be able to really dive into looking at your family charts and how y'all sort of interact with each other and soak up each other's emotions, etc. But when you have an open solar plexus, you don't have your own set of emotional waves. That doesn't mean that you don't have your own emotions. That just means that you're very susceptible to soaking up other people's emotions and being affected by other people's emotional waves. What's very interesting is that the moon, the lunar transits affect everybody's human design charts like on a daily basis. So there's some days out of the month where I have a defined solar plexus and other people's emotions don't affect me at all. And I can tell when it's those days. There's a human design app. It's just the plain human design app. It's not my human design. That's a great app too, but there's just a plain human design app where you can go and do a transit overlay if that's something that sounds fun to you, but it's so crazy because I'll wake up in the morning and I'll know if my solar plexus is closed that day and I'll go check it on the app and sure enough, it's closed. So there are some days where I'm unaffected by other people's emotions, but for the most part, I am a sponge for other people's emotions. If I was living on an island by myself, I would be so happy and like non-emotional and just like blissed out every day. I mean, I'd probably get lonely somewhat, but I would not be affected by other people's emotions and I'd just be very calm and stable. And I have to remind myself of that when I'm feeling super emotional. I was never even someone to get like PMS at all. There's times where I'm like more tired times when my body needs more healing. Obviously, like when I ovulate, I have a lot more energy, but I'm not the kind of person who has to like totally go just hunker down when I'm on my period. I'm pretty like stable. The thing that does affect me though, is if I have like a day where I am have Zooms all day long and I'm in other people's energies, by the end of the day, I'm so exhausted. And when I have days where it's just like an admin day and I'm working from home and no one's around, it's like, I could work for 24 hours straight because like my energy is not being drained in any way from having to process other people's emotions. So one question I also get is, do you have to have an open solar plexus to be considered an empath? No. Empaths can soak up other people's emotions, but they also just soak up other people's energies like crazy and can really feel into other people's energies. So that's any part of the chart. I mean, there's a lot of empaths who have open spleens or open sacral centers or open egos or open root centers. So that doesn't necessarily mean that you're an empath, but a lot of people with open solar plexus centers are empathic. A great mantra for people who have an open solar plexus is, I am not of my emotion. Just because I'm feeling super emotional doesn't mean they're mine. Now, 
it's still important to process them and get them out of your body and sort of maybe ask questions of them, but don't spend too long being like, why am I feeling so sad? Several times this week where I was feeling low or frustrated or anxious or irritable. And I just took them instead of being like, why is this this way? I just said, hey, each of these days, I've spent a lot of time in other people's energies. And that's not easy. And I probably picked up a bunch of stuff from them. And I'm just going to take a moment to ground myself and to let all of this come out. I don't push it down. I don't numb it as much as I can. I process it. But I also don't have to take 100% ownership of every emotion that I have because not all of them are mine. Like to give you an example, I don't ever wake up in a bad mood for some reason. I don't wake up sad for no reason. Like I always wake up feeling very either positive or very neutral. And then I amp myself up to get to like an even higher vibration. And it's other people that will cause the feeling of melancholy or whatever feeling that they're having that then I soak up like a freaking sponge. So just a good mantra for people with an open solar plexus is this is not necessarily my feeling and my emotion and I don't need to dwell on it or get to the bottom of it. I just need to process it in whatever way that feels for you. Some people need to do it through moving their body, through vocalizing or yelling into a pillow or whatever feels correct for you or just breath work and breathing it out. Usually there's some type of movement that needs to happen, some movement of energy, and that can happen in in many different ways. So whatever feels good for you. Another cool sort of superpower that people with open solar plexus centers have is that they can be a mirror to people with a defined solar plexus. Sometimes people who have a defined solar plexus don't quite know that they're having an emotional wave. The open solar plexus person knows that the defined person is in a bad mood before the defined person knows that they're in a bad mood a lot of times. If you have a defined solar plexus, you 100% need to take the emotional authority masterclass. It's included in the self-guided reading. It's going to cover, there's six or seven emotional waves, and you can see which ones you have and what they feel like and be a little bit more aware of them, which is going to be helpful for you. So definitely go and take that. The link is in the show notes. When an open person is around a closed person, they sense the closed person's emotions more than the closed person can sense them oftentimes or before the closed person can sense it. It is important when an open solar plexus person is around a defined person that they don't judge them for their emotional waves, for their highs and lows and bad moods and whatever, because it's sort of something that they cannot help And the more that you allow it and don't judge them and don't call them bad for being in a bad mood, this is something I have learned firsthand. (laughs) And I'm not perfect at it yet. I'm just improving a tiny bit every day. But the more that you can 
release judgment and shame around that, the more free the defined solar plexus person is going to be to have their feelings and they're not going to resist it as much. And those emotions can be processed faster and better. And then they'll come back to a neutral space faster. So it's a win-win for everybody to really be aware of, of these emotional waves, whether you're soaking them up or whether you have them yourself. So that's a little bit about the open solar plexus person. The defined solar plexus person has their own set of an emotional waves. They don't have as much ability to go into other people's emotional fields. And it's honestly really, really good for them to take time with big decisions to get to a point of neutrality, not a super high and not a super low, not a feeling of irritability or anything like that get to a point of neutrality before making a decision, get to a point where you can think very clearly and from a very grounded, neutral place before making big decisions. One little piece of homework that I often give people with this is to, even with small decisions at first, take 24 to 48 hours to decide. Like if somebody asks you to go grab coffee, you can say, hey, let me let you know tomorrow morning if that feels good for me. This is something that really all of us need to be practicing a little bit because it's okay to not get back to people right away and also to take our time deciding whether we want to do something or not. It is okay to make people wait. So you can start practicing this whether you have a defined solar plexus or not, but not replying to text or emails or whatever like messages right away is totally okay especially if somebody's asking you a question and you're having to answer it. On a smaller basis, one question that I got in the DMs was like on a smaller basis, not everything needs 24 to 48 hours to feel and process. I would say for the first couple of months, as you learn your emotional waves and practice being in them, do your best to take a whole day to make any decision if possible. And then as you learn what your emotional waves are and you're processing your emotions and you're being aware of them and not judging yourself for having them and doing the things that you need to move those emotions out of your body, you'll know if you just need 30 minutes till you can get to a neutral place or an hour or three hours or whatever. Every single person can figure out the timing that's right for them. For the smaller ones, it might just mean you need like 10 minutes to yourself to calm your mind, to be able to say yes or no to something. At the beginning, it might take a little longer, like three, six, 12 hours. But the more that you know yourself and don't judge yourself for your emotional waves and you master really moving your emotions through your body to be able to get back to a neutral state, the less time that you need to make decisions. So I would just, if you need to go and take that emotional authority masterclass, learn all about your emotional waves, tell all your family and friends about them. Don't judge yourself for them, release the shame around them and learn how to process 
your emotions, like what feels really good for you, whether that's physical activity or breath work or grounding or dancing or screaming, hopefully not at somebody, but screaming into a pillow or singing or whatever that feels like. That is so, so important. And when you have a defined solar plexus, just realize that your unprocessed emotions and any emotional wave you're having are going to affect those in your vicinity who have open solar plexus centers. So if you're a parent that's defined with kids that are open, your job is really to master moving your emotions and to be able to have a whole lot of tools in your tool belt with which to do so, so that then your children don't soak up your emotions. So that's all I'll say about that. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at UDWoo if you have any questions about this at all. And I also wanted to read a little excerpt from one of my favorite books called Bringers of the Dawn that's about emotions, talking about how emotions can be a very powerful tool for us. So here we go. Feel free to soak this in. Emotion is the key. As human beings, you need emotion to connect you with your spiritual self. Emotion is essential to understanding spirituality because emotion generates feeling. The mental body and physical body are very linked, as are the emotional body and spiritual body. The spiritual body is, of course, the body that exists beyond physical limitation. You need emotions to comprehend the non-physical, which is why emotions have been so controlled upon this planet. You have been allowed very little room emotionally and have been encouraged to feel powerless or frightened. Many of you don't want to go beyond these emotional barriers and through your personal boundaries because it might be painful. You'd like to say abracadabra and just have them be gone. Pain brings you feeling. If you can feel in no other way, sometimes in order to capture your attention as a stubborn human, you create pain to show yourself the range of your abilities and to bring yourself into life. In this way, you can feel the richness of being alive. Most human beings are afraid of their emotional or feeling center. They are afraid to feel. Trust your feelings no matter what they are. Trust that they lead you to something and that the way you feel can bring you a realization. You all want to be in life and be removed from it at the same time. You say, let me just be here and be a powerful person, but I don't want to feel or participate too much because it hurts too much. And then I will get sucked down. I don't trust life. When you are not afraid of feeling and you move past judgment and allow yourself to feel all the ways you feel, you will have a tremendous breakthrough because you will be able to ride feeling into other realities. Some of you are afraid to feel and participate in this reality, let alone ride into other realities because you do not trust your feelings. If you wish to have an acceleration, dive into something that brings up feeling. Stop skirting the issue so that you can think you are in control. Dive into the middle of it and then see if you are in control. So there's a whole chapter on that that's amazing and I love it so much. And I just want to remind you guys that emotions are so powerful. There's something that sometimes we can feel scared to access and actually ride through. Whether you're having your own emotional wave or you're having to soak up somebody else's emotional wave, sometimes it can be very uncomfortable. 
But the less that we judge these emotions and the more we actually just feel them on our body, the sooner they get out as stuck energy. And then you can up level into a more expansive version of yourself. That's what they're talking about in the book is writing into other realities. You get to become a new version in this current reality, like become a new person by expanding your container, expanding your ability to process and move emotions. So they say, trust your feelings, especially if you're a defined solar plexus person, dive into why you're feeling what you're feeling, move the emotions, journal about it, whatever you want to do. And yes, trust your feelings. If you have an open solar plexus, those feelings might not necessarily be yours, but they're a really great tool to use to grow, to be like, can I handle this other person being uncomfortable in this situation? How does that feel in my body? Do I feel a lump in my throat? Do I feel a pit in my stomach? Do I feel an emptiness in my heart or a my heart literally breaking? Like it is okay to not go deep into like, why am I feeling this? It's okay to rather, especially if you're open, to say, these are some feelings that are coming through me that are in my body right now, whether they're mine or somebody else's, I can move them. I can not disregard them. I can see them that they're there. I can let them know that I see them. I can feel them. I can note where it is in my body that I feel them. I can breathe through them and then I can move them and release them. So that is a short deep dive into the solar plexus center. I hope this was super helpful. I hope that you dive into your solar plexus and the gates that are lit up and all that kind of stuff, which you can definitely do in the self-guided reading or reading with me. And if you found this episode useful, please share it with a friend or two and please screenshot it and tag me on Instagram at you do woo and put it in your stories. I love hearing from y'all. I love hearing how y'all loved these episodes. There's more to come. I don't know which chakra center I'm going to do next. If you have a preference of one you want me to do, send me a DM on Instagram and I'll do my best to do that one next. Okay. See y'all next week. Thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of You Do Woo. I know that you already have a very full life and that there are literally millions of podcasts that you could be listening to. So I'm super grateful to you for being a loyal listener. And I'm so grateful for you sharing your favorite episodes with friends and family members. That is how we are able to serve more people and raise the collective consciousness and really get the word out on a bunch of these fun spiritual topics that we're talking about. I would love to connect with you. Send me a DM on Instagram at you do woo, all one word. I'd love to hear how you loved today's episode and just a little bit about you. I can't wait to connect. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. 
Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at averyrich.com.